Broadcasting live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
Well, good Thursday from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque is our co-host, Bobby Bell, and that was Mary Kay Holt with the title cut from her album, Frontier. Bobby, how are you this morning? I'm great. How about you? I am great, and I am excited. This is going to be so much fun today. Too long (laughs) since we've had this first guest with us. So go ahead and tell folks who's joining us today on the Fire Cafe. Oh, we have a good friend of mine on today, and I'm excited as well. We have Jennifer Lind joining us in just a couple moments. <laughs> All right, so we're looking forward to talking with Jennifer. And then in the second hour of the show on Saddle Up America, Richard Winters is going to be joining us. And he sent me a message yesterday, and he said, I'm going to be at a horse show while the show's going on. So I don't know what we're going to have for background on that show, but that should be fun on (laughs) Saddle Up America. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Miss Jennifer Lynn. It's one called There's Going to Be a Rodeo, and there's going to be a big time today on the Campfire Cafe. If that messy cloud is a herd of cattle And that sky is their bluegrass meadow then the wind must be a rowdy bunch of cowboys on that trail to the Colorado. I can't say how it all came to be, but there's one thing that I know when I see the lightning and hear the thunder. There's gonna be a rodeo
Welcome back to award-winning Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard There's Gonna Be a Rodeo, performed by today's guest, Jennifer Lind, from her album, Cowboy State of Mind. Sometimes when I know a guest very well, when we've met and shared dinner, phone calls, emails, and have hosted a concert or two, it's challenging to find the right words of introduction, such is the case with today's guest, songbird Jennifer Lind. Each time we chat, I'm filled with memories of the times we shared back in our days in Santa Clarita, California. And one thing I can tell you, if you're having a cloudy day, spend a few minutes with Jennifer Lind or put on her CD and feel the sun breaking through. Enjoy dinner with Jennifer and her husband, Andrew, and know that you've been blessed. Jennifer Lind is an American folk singer, a featured touring member of the New Christy Minstrels, and an Academy of Western Artists award-winning female vocalist. On stage, her engaging presence, rare contralto vocal range, and charismatic style captures the audience within moments, and she keeps them with her until the end. Her choice of music, the best of American and folk classics, is pleasing to the ear, feeds the imagination, and awakens the spirit. When asked about her choice of songs, Jennifer remarks, American music (coughs) encompasses numerous genres, I sing songs that adapt to the ever-changing world of a variety of Western music, including blues, Western country, folk pop, and even a little Motown. My goal as an artist is to share music that will resonate deeply in the memories of each member of the audience. Every song is like sharing a piece of our life's history together. Please welcome back to Campfire Cafe, a featured touring member of the new Christy Minstrels and a gal I'm blessed to call my friend. Jennifer Lind. Welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And hello, Gary, Bobby. How I are really you? I really miss seeing you. I'm, I'm <laughs> doing great. Doing great oh, over here in California. Well, that is that's good because things are just beginning to get opened up a little bit after we've been yes, through a are. long, long season of COVID. So. How has it been for you this last year? Well, you know, um, a little quiet. Everybody's kind of <laughs> trying to, you know, keep in and, and, and follow the protocol. But I I see so many amazing positive things that have come out of it that I don't know what else could have made that happen. Like well, that's together as family, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just spend more time um, with your family, with your animals. Doctor visits, for example. You know, we're doing more Zoom doctor visits instead of spreading the germs all over the place. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and people being able to work on their music, hopefully. Um, you know, it, I, I, I heard Mary Kay's beautiful, beautiful voice and song. Mary Kay, if she's there, I, I just... <laughs> She's like an angel. Well, thank you. She better be listening to the show, or I'll have to talk to her about that. But thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. She's yes. a talented gal. You know, one of the things, Jennifer, is that, it, and we've talked about this with a lot of our guests, because of this time where people have not been able to get out and tour and, and perform, uh, there's probably going to be a big flow of music that's going to be coming out to everybody very shortly. Very shortly. I think so. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, you know, 
released one song that I've been trying to finish, and um, I've got others that now that the studio is opening, my, my great friend Rick Duncan, amazing um, engineer, he's uh, starting to bring people in now, and um, I think we're going to see a lot of music released. I, I think so. When we were talking before the show started, it is now the year for you to come out with a new album, so we're looking forward to that. It's been six years. Yeah, that's right, every six years. But anyway, then we're so we're looking forward to that. But uh, oh, I, I want to I want to get to another song, and we have so much, so much to be able to talk with you about today. Um, and some things we talked about five years ago when you were last on the show, I think four or five years ago, but uh, we have a whole new audience that's out there listening. So we may bring some of that stuff back up again this time, but right now let's get, let's get to the title cut from the album Cowboy State of Mind. And we'll come back and talk more with Jennifer Lynn and Bobby Bell in just a moment on the campfire cafe. Gone away beyond the great divide 
Though their spurs were handed down, someone had built a town across the sacred trail they used to ride. Cowboy, I believe, is a state of mind that's found in the wide open space. Great, great song by Miss Jennifer Land. It's Cowboy State of Mind, and uh, you know, that really is true. You can be a cowboy and be in New York or Chicago or Dallas or even in Utah. And that, that's what I thought about when I sang that song. You know, you don't have to wear the hat or the boots. It's a state of mind, and mm-hmm. it's not always just found in the wide open spaces. And um, I think cowboy shows you the best of mankind. It says it in the song. It says it in the lyrics. Um, day when honor still matters. You know, I yeah. mean, they still treat you like that. That's what I love about Western uh, audience, the Western music audience, is um, this song, I, I just think this song says it all. Well, it's a great, great song. A great, great song. So I want to talk real quickly, just a little bit, You've been with the new Christy Minstrels for a while, but how did that all come about? How did you meet Randy Sparks? And that whole thing is kind of just a really cute story to me. Well, um, I, I, you know, didn't really grow up playing music or I still don't know how to read music. I I just do it by ear. And my husband had this company Christmas party. Now I could play like, you know, three or four chords on my guitar. Back from when I was a kid, my mother bought a 12 string guitar for me when I was 12. And my neighbor across the street, he was this rock and roll guitarist and he taught me a few chords so I could play, you know, all the Beatles songs with the three chords that I knew. And um, yeah, so I would, you know, play around a little bit, um, but then when I was about 17, I just kind of hung my guitar up and didn't really learn anymore until I was about 40. I, I met Randy Sparks, but how I met him was I hired a woman for uh, my husband's company. He, her name is Nancy Lewis, and she's Jack Tone's granddaughter. And the Jack Tone Ranch here in Northern California, very world-famous ranch for their um, Arabian horses all over the world. Right. She, uh, she, I I hired her, and then when Christmas rolled around, I I told my husband, I said, well, you know, you're going to have a Christmas dinner party, and maybe I'll just play Silent Night, because I know those three chords. So I played Silent Night. Nancy approaches me, my friend. We became great friends, and she says, you just have to meet Randy Sparks. And I'm like, well, who's that? And she said, he's very famous <laughs> founder of the new Christy Minstrels. And, you know, their group, world famous. They won a Grammy and all this. And she knew him because he would go out to the Jacktown Ranch and play for their big 
events. Right, right. And and so she knew him. So a couple months roll around, and then we drove up together to McCollamy Hills, and this is up in Gold Country in California. He has had this three-story historical building uh, in McCollamy Hill that he had this little saloon in the bottom on the bottom, and then the third story he wrote his music there. He, okay. he lives on a ranch um, a few towns over, Jenny Lind, actually, uh, in the town of Jenny Lind. And, uh, but, but this three-story historical building, uh, we, we drive up and walk into this little saloon, and the, he only had it open for a couple days, again, for the three cowboys in town. And um, <laughs> there's Randy standing there, and my friend Nancy says, Randy, this is my friend Jennifer, and she sings, and Randy rolls his eyes because everybody, every friend or Somebody's got a cousin or wife that can sing, you know. Right. And they, you know, don't all they can't always sing, but they're you know, they know Randy, so they're going to introduce them. So she said, um, "Randy, this is my friend Jennifer, and she can sing." And he looks at me and he said, "Well, what can you sing?" I said, "Well, I can sing the national anthem." <laughs> and he says, "Oh, you can, can you?" And I'm like, well, yeah. Well, what key do you start in? I said, I don't know. I just kind of start it. Because if you don't start that song on the right, you know, key and, and you're too high mm-hmm. at the end. Oh, yeah. So I said, well, I don't know. But, you know, and then I, I sang it for him. And his eyebrows went up. And he was forming this Western group, the Bareback Riders at the time. He had groups, you know, different groups through right. the years. This big folk group, he he you know, still had, but he, he loves all kinds of music and he's a fabulous Western writer. So he says, well, you know, if you want to listen to our group, we're going to practice next week. If you want to come up and see what we do. And I said, okay, I kept driving up there every week during practice. And these guys were so great. So then I took a couple of um, guitar lessons to try to keep up with these guys. And they taught me so much. And I, I just sat there and, and soaked it all in, and um, they taught me about the capo on the guitar. Right. Which changes the key. And, you know, I would sing in church, but I never could really sing because it was either too high or too low. And I didn't know oh, yeah. the music. So when they taught me what that capo did, I could play every song that I was learning in the key of G, but you know, move the capo up three frets, and it it was in my range. So Randy's like looking at me, and he wrote a song called Feedlot Cowboy for me to sing mm-hmm. in these Western shows that we did. Wow. And uh, that's kind of what started my career in wow. music, is Randy just took me under his wing and and taught me the business and Eventually, I became a, a member of the New Christie Minstrels and traveled all over the country. Really, a, a great, fun time. You know, it's it's just amazing, isn't it? Just the little things. I, I, I was listening to another friend today that's a singer-songwriter, and he said, you just have to be ready at any time and and be prepared because you never know when something's going to happen. And so your mm-hmm. friend taking mm-hmm. you to meet Randy in the saloon. Can you believe it? 
led to the new Christy Minstrels thing. <laughs> wow. And I was wow. 40, you know. Yeah, I, I know how that is. Green chicken. <laughs> well, you still were. You still were. It's it's all relative, but uh, so now yeah, I don't I, travel. I don't travel uh, with the new Christy Minstrels. Um, I'm a backup for them, and uh, my replacement um, is in Ohio. She's fabulous. Uh, her name is Julianne, and um, if she can't make it, then I will. Uh, every time they come touring around California, they grab me up and I get to play with them, which is fantastic. But, you know, this last year plus, there has been no traveling and no, no theater open. So um, we're looking forward to us being able to, you know, all of us musicians get back, out, get back out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there is a new song that you have just released to this show and we're just tickled to death to introduce the audience to a song called Appaloosa Pony. So tell us about this. Brand new, brand new song. Hasn't been played yet. And thank you so much for playing um, that song. So Appaloosa Pony is so adorable. Um, when I toured with the New Christie Minstrels, we always fit in children's shows at the schools, at the local schools, wherever we were traveling, all across yeah. the country, with free shows yeah. for the kids. And I sang this song a lot because it's geared, I would say, towards children, kind of, but adults right. too, because I'm not right. going to grow up. <laughs> and, um, you know, kids in an audience love to answer questions. So right. my question was always, before I sang this song in the show, was, does anyone know why the Appaloosa Pony has spots? Oh, I guess I'll just ask you, Gary and Bobby. Do you know why? I don't <laughs> well, know. Bobby, do you know? My horse partner, do you know? It's I, you I have song. an idea, but I want to see <laughs> if I'm right when I listen to the song. Okay. Well, you'll have to listen to the song to know, at least the audience. So, so the little kids normally ask questions. Everybody raises their hand because they want to be called on. Not one child raised their hand because they didn't know why the Appaloosa Pony had spots. Right. So um, this song is going to tell everyone why the Appaloosa Pony has spots. All right. So our audience is It'll just sitting back around there. the world waiting to find <laughs> out how the Appaloosa Pony got their spots. And we'll be back in this moment with Jennifer Lynn today on the Campfire Cafe. Little children gather around. I'll tell you if I can. Why the trees and leaves are green and how it all began. Why skies are blue and lakes are too Filled is the mountain goat Why the Appaloosa Pony Wears a spotted coat Long ago when the world was new God looked down one day There was no red nor green nor blue Just mousy brown and gray He being God there was no one 
got a brush and a bucket And he began to paint He painted trees and leaves and grass on the hillside green He painted mountains like this world has ever seen He painted skies and eyes and acres of lakes of blue With black and yellow and red and pink He painted me and you Well, he worked all day and he worked all night And he knew without a doubt He could not get the whole job done Before the paint ran out So he lightly touched the mountain goat And the blue forget-me-not For the absolute We're talking Jennifer Lynn and we've just been thrilled. She just released you've heard it for the first time, Appaloosa Pony. Oh, I was right. That is how the spot came about. (laughs) You know, I I sang that song, um, you know, I I was booked to to play the Hutchins Street Square Theater here in town and last time I sang there I had eight hundred kids. I do a kids show too. Oh, wow. And I kind of, you know, the kids show is like a history show. And uh, just, you know, um, I I have them sing old tunes. And and then I added that one, um, the Appaloosa Pony. So that that's fun to, to be able to have an audience of kids. I would do that before my, my show in the evening. And they would bust all these kids in and... Um, just, I, I love kids. I mean, kids love music, and they need to be introduced to music, and that's why we mm-hmm. did the free shows all across the country, because yeah. a lot of schools have taken music out of the school, um, yeah. and all eight of us have different instruments that we play, and each one of us would do a solo, and then we do some group songs, like This Land is Your Land and all that, <clears throat> but we had a stand-up bass. My friend Pete Henderson played a stand-up bass and, um, you know, the mandolin, the ukulele, the guitar, the banjo, and we would just play each instrument just to kind of spark some fun in those kids. That's great. Yeah. That is great. It's really fun. Now tell me, Jennifer, who, who wrote this song? Randy Sparks. Randy Sparks wrote. Does Randy does Randy Spark has Randy Sparks written most all of the uh, songs you've recorded? Almost every western song and one song on the album Old Cowboy is my studio engineer Jason Barney from Talmadge Studios in Gilbert, Arizona. He recorded all of those songs. Appaloosa Pony I recorded locally here with Rick Duncan. But the rest of the songs on Cowboy's State of Mind album were recorded by Jason Barney, and he is a cowboy himself. So how fun oh, would that fit side by how side fun. with a man that yeah. was raised as, as a cowboy, his whole family. Um, and that old cowboy song, that's number 10 on the album, is about his grandfather. 
So he, when, um, when we met, he played this song, Old Cowboy, to me. And it was a quartet. He, he recorded it and, uh, with a quartet. So, of course, it's completely different than my version, but I love the song so much. I said, Jason, can I take this song and, and just kind of put my spin on it? And, it? and he wrote it. So I said, if you don't like it, you know, no big deal. But I really like to sing this song, and then, and then I'll introduce, you know, my version of it, and you can tell me if you like it or not. And so he said, sure, no problem. When, when I got back to the studio to record more of the album, I said, okay, Jason, let me play this song for you. So we, I played it, and I'll never forget it. He goes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it was just so different. But it's his song. So how fun is that? You write a song and somebody yeah. else, you know, um, puts their spin on it. And so he, yeah. he added that. We added it to the album. Well, it is a great song, and you didn't you didn't know it, but that's the next song that we have lined up to play. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's listen to that, and we'll come back and talk more with Jennifer and Bobby today on this edition of the Campfire Cafe. Is anybody singing their song? Who is riding the old cowboy trail? Who's living the old cowboy life? Old cowboy, old cowboy, your trail is getting harder to find. But somewhere on the mountain, it's still there where the Cowboys ride Work all day Till the sun goes down A cowboy's work is his pride Tending his cattle From danger and harm They call it the old cowboy life Cowboy's work Is all that it took and a friend is a friend for life A neighbor in need and the cowboy was there He's living the old cowboy life Old cowboy, old cowboy Your trail is getting harder to find But somewhere on the mountain it's still there where the old cowboys ride Where have all the old cowboys gone? Is anybody singing their song? Who is riding the old cowboy trail? Who's living the old cowboy life? Old cowboy, old cowboy Your trail is getting harder to find But somewhere on the mountain It's still there where the old cowboys ride But some. 
from her CD, wonderful album, Cowboy State of Mind. We're having such fun talking, catching up with Jennifer. So, you um, know what? During I this, just love... No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I just love no, the you, line... you go. I love the line, and a friend is a friend for life. Isn't yeah. that just... I love Barney's that. an amazing writer. Oh, he is. I so, love I that. think okay. the songs that you... I think the songs you pick... Um, all have something memorable about the lyric that that speaks, you know, that speaks to the heart, and that um, because you do kind of cross over different genres, that that somebody who would think, for instance, oh, I don't think I like folk, or oh, I don't think I like western, um, this is just good music. <laughs> Well, you know, I have 32, um, songs, 32 songs to choose from and whittle it down. And I, I chose the songs that I loved the most, you know, I, that I was so passionate about just telling the story. I, I just love these songs because they're just at the end of the song, you're like, wow, I got something out of that. Well, they are great songs. You have a great voice. My wife has just listened to you all week long and said, I love her voice. Oh, I, I love, love her voice. Well, thanks. You guys need to get together and sing get sometime. on and sing at this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll, we'll have to get you guys together sometime. And see. I would love to. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Well, there is a story that have shared about uh, John Denver, and I think our audience would find that very interesting. Can you tell us a little bit about how John Denver became John Denver? Well, John Denver came to California in the 60s, and he wanted to make it in the music business, so he ran into, um, he went to California and ran into Randy Sparks at Randy's club in LA called Leadbetters. So Randy promoted musicians. That's what he did. He promoted talent. A, a few people that were um, that Randy really promoted were, um, you know, John Denver, of course. Mm-hmm. The Carpenters. The Carpenters wow. came there also. Now, I wow. have another little story about that, but I'll I'll stick to John Denver right now. He walked in, and people really liked him. He was playing music. And so Randy's wife went upstairs to Randy's office and said, Randy, you have to come down here and, and, and listen to this kid. And he says, well, is he good? And she said, not particularly. <laughs> and he says, well, then, you know, why should I go down there? And she goes, the audience loves him. So he goes down, you know, John Denver had a very hard vibrato uh-huh. and didn't sing the music that he was very famous for at, you know, at the beginning. So, you know, if you're singing songs that aren't really uh, you, you're not going to be like, like me with the capo. I'm, I'm singing songs yeah. too low or too yeah. high and they don't sound good. 
you know, and then right. and then you put that person in, in their realm. Anyway, so Randy went down there, and, and he says, you know, everybody loves this kid. I'm, I'll book him. So he talks to John, and he says, um, you know, okay, I'll, I'll give you the slot. Now I need to know, you need to change your name because little Johnny Dutchendorf isn't going to really you know, <laughs> be a good name. No one's going to remember it, and no one is going to be able to spell it to be able to find you for marketing purposes. And so John says, well, I like my name, and I love my father's name, and I'm not going to change it. And he says, well, it's not going to fit on the marquee. That's, that's when they used to paint the marquees back then. Right. And he said, you know, just think about it for a few days, and then, you know, on Thursday – He's going to start playing on Friday. Let me know because the sign painter has to paint the name up there. So Thursday rolls around. John doesn't call him. And so Randy called. He says, what did you decide on the name? And he said, I'm not changing my name. So Randy looks at his wall, and he's got this framed hit song called Denver. We opened every single new Christy Minstrel show that we did with the song Denver. It was a huge Oh, wow. Wow. And so – Randy calls the sign painter and says, paint John Denver on, on wow. the marquee. And Randy said it never came up again <laughs> until he became very famous. And he was on a um, an interview, and the person interviewing him said, um, you know, we know your name's not Denver. And, and he said, you know, why did you – change your name he says because of my love of the rocky mountains and randy called him up and said what are you talking about that's the story and and so just to go a little further i traveled with the new christy minstrels for six and a half years yeah with john denver's uncle which is only i think a year and a half older than john they grew up together i i stayed you know i we stayed all over the United States, but when we were in Kansas, because Dave Dutchendorf lives, and that's his uncle, in um, in Kansas, we stayed at his house, and, and I stayed in a room that had pictures of John, the family, photos, and all of that, so that was kind of neat. Right, um, right. You know, to, to kind of know the backstory of how he was, and, and Dave said when uh, he and his wife got married, John Denver, he, he said he didn't sing well enough to sing at our wedding. So oh, wow. he was just a young person <laughs> without his talent, you know, um, really extracted. John, you know, once once he got out of the folk world, he lived at Randy Sparks' house, his personal residence for the first year. Yeah. That he was yeah. in California. And Randy had a different genre than what John really needed, you know, and Randy right. has like music recorded, John, John Denver, uh, that has never been released. And I've heard the recordings and it's, it's folk. It's not even, it doesn't even sound like John. So then wow. when he found mm-hmm. his place, you know, it just blew up and he just became a mega star. Well, that's a, that is a great story. And I think you said that the cool thing about it is, he didn't have to change his uh, luggage or anything because it was J.D. No, yeah. So, <laughs> and, and that was the beauty. He, he came with J.D. luggage, and he didn't have to change it. And Randy said, well, you know, at least you don't have to change the 
you know, your initials. Your initials. Like it. That's right. That's right. That's pretty but cool. Let me, let me tell you another person that came out of the new Christy Minstrels that I don't okay. know if we ever talked about this, but um, uh, that's the third bass player of the new Christy Minstrels with Kenny Rogers. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. My friend Pete wow. Henderson that I traveled with for six years. Uh, Pete Henderson was the second bass player of the new Christy Minstrels. And Pete Henderson taught the bass parts to Kenny Rogers. Oh, Pete wow. Henderson traveled the world with the uh, the Carpenters. For wow. eight years, he traveled the world with the Carpenters. So I get all this backstory just from <laughs> traveling with this new Christy Minstrel group. But Kenny Rogers was clean cut. You know, he had short no hair. No beard. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't even recognize yeah. him. Oh, gosh. Okay. That is that is so cool. Well, you just never know who's going to be where and and how they get started and the things and then how they turn out. So that's that's pretty exciting stuff. I got to get to another well, the song. Carpenters. Oh, go. Yeah, I got to get to another song. We can talk about the Carpenters okay. when we come back. But I love this song, and uh, and I'm just trying to decide which state that I want to be in. But it's called I Learned. <laughs> I learned about loving from you. And let's take a listen to that and come back on the Campfire Cafe. You say you want to know where I've been Down the cold highways and hot dusty trails Well, I've rode this old earth for many it's been I'll spare you some of the details Now I will admit That I've lived every day As though it just might be my last I don't regret even one mile of the way When I'm looking back over my past I learned about hugging in Houston Making whoopee in western Wyoming But I learned about loving from you Yes, I learned about loving from you Sometimes I did not play the game well There were times when I won No one else gave a damn Every horse that I rode on life's big carousel Surely helped to define who I am The dark days of winter are lonely and long But spring makes the way worth the while The promise of sunshine in every love song Can often I learned about hugging in Houston And kissing in Kalamazoo And making whoopee in western Wyoming But I learned about loving from you Yes, I learned about loving from you
Jennifer Lind, I learned about loving from you. We're having such a great time, Jennifer. So you teased us with a carpenter story. <clears throat> so oh. we want to hear it. <laughs> okay. So so back to Ledbetter's, the club that, you know, all these people are flowing through. People like Steve Martin, Kim Collins. I mean, it just is endless. And and I hope I have this story correct. Um, the carpenters you know, used to be called the Spectrum. Did you know that? No. No. They went by, like, Richard had this trio, and they called themselves the Spectrum. Anyway, they they, they flow through Leadbetters because that was the place to go. And Randy hired them to play for a few weeks at the club. And so Randy would open the show with a song that he wrote or, you know, just just to open the show. And yeah. Randy opened the show, and Karen Carpenter absolutely loved the song that he opened. But but um, Randy just wrote it on a piece of paper like he always says. He has these books of just uh, songs. And I believe this is the person. This is where I'm kind of a little bit foggy. But there's a person called, I think his name is Michael. He he wrote the song Bluer Than Blue. Do you remember that song? Yeah. Because mm-hmm, I'm bluer mm-hmm. than blue. That one. Um, mm-hmm. He worked at the club, and Randy wrote this song, and he sang it to him because he was a songwriter also. And he says, what do you think about this song? And Randy sang it, and the guy says, well, I, you know, I don't think it's that good. So Randy wrote <laughs> it in the bottom drawer of his desk, and then a long time later, here comes the Carpenters, and he decides, I'm going to pull this piece of music out and, and play you know, open their show with this, and it was the song Hideaway. Do you, um, Karen Carpenter heard that song, and and it's the song, I need to find a place to hide away. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was written by Randy Sparks. So Karen loved that song when he opened, and so they did their show. Like a year or two later, their manager calls Randy and said, we would like uh, the lyrics to a song that you sang, that you opened for the uh, Carpenters. And he goes, I don't even know what song you're talking about. And they said a few lyrics. And he said, you know, Karen remembered all these lyrics. So he oh, wow. goes through and he finds it. And she recorded it on her album. Isn't that fun? That is fun. <laughs> it's fun. Well, it's, it's just amazing. How many people come into con- you know it's a small world. The music world's a small world. Horse world's mm-hmm. a small world. We're going to be talking with a horse guy in just in just a minute uh, on Saddle of America, but uh, it just it's really amazing, isn't it? How small the world is, and how people come in contact with each other. And uh, well, you tell Richard Winters that I looked him up, and yeah? I am just pleased to share the show with him. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> well, I think very. Richard just called in and he can hear you. So, oh, hi, Richard. Richard. What a compliment. What a compliment. Richard, well, I'm going to get to looking forward I'm looking forward to crossing paths with him. Oh, that's great. Well, he was in California for a long time and uh, is in Texas right now, but he mm-hmm. does a lot of clinics out that way, so I'm sure he'll be back. But I do want to get to another song real quick, and this is one of my favorite songs from the album, and it's one called Night Song. Tell us about this song. Oh, 
that I think it's my favorite. Night song. Um, a lot of a lot of people, even in the Western world, they don't know what a night song is. And um, you know, when there's storm, cowboys are pushing these herds across the the plains and and large herds. And when there's storms, and let's say a, a branch breaks or you know thunder, lightning, they've got to keep these cattle calm. Right. And you know at the at nighttime they bed them down and keep them calm. And the the cowboys would sing across the herd to each other. And who knows what what they were singing about? You know, whatever right. came to their mind. Just so the cattle knew all was well. So this particular cowboy is singing about his wife that died. And, and oh wow! Yeah, um, I love I love this song. I was singing it at a show, and it was so still and hot at this show. It was an outdoor evening show, and and it was just really super hot. Not one whisper of wind, and and the one lyric. It sings, and the wind softly whispers a night song, 10,000 in the chorus, maybe more. And it's talking about the cowboys that were here before us. That's the chorus. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden when I was singing it, this blasting wind hit me. My hair wow. fell back, and there was no wind at all. And I'm like, oh, 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this is a beautiful song. Let's take a listen to Night Song. We're talking with Jennifer Lynn. This long day's ride has come to an end. It's time to say farewell to my old friend. The day is done I see moonlight Beyond the hills I think I hear A sad whippoorwill's lonely cold Dark shadows fall Night is begun And the cowhand riding watch sings a night song It's one that we've often heard before About a love found in love When there came an early frost And how he'll never see her anymore The story of life is told in a day The joy and the laughter Quickly fade away like the sun When day is done Night is begun And the wind softly whispers the night song Ten thousand in the chorus, maybe more If you listen with your heart You can hear each singer's part Every cowboy Some shall ask, is 
Well, it's time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. When we come back, we'll be talking with our good friend, Mr. Richard Winters. Stay right with us. Southwest Rain Cow Horse Show. Uh, 
you know, where the horses do the reining pattern and go down the fence and cut. And uh, when I show horses, those are the kind that uh, that I do show. So I've brought a couple with me and um, throwing my hat in the ring. You know, Gary, when I go to a clinic, everybody pats me on the back and tells me what a good job I've done. But when you come here, you just get as good as you don't. I eat five, but I'm trying to get better. Yeah, well, it's kind of humbling when you get out in the competition part of the thing. So it's oh, like man. <laughs> find out how good we really are. But anyway, yeah. so I want to I want to talk real quickly uh, a little bit about uh, your clinics and and tell us what they involve and uh, maybe tell us a little bit about where some of those are going to be. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, this whole clinic thing, you know, I've been around the hospitals for a long time, and for the last 30-plus years, it's been a great ride for us. Living in the information age, uh, so the information is out there, and there's great teachers and instructors, and I'm not the biggest fish in the pond. I'm just in the pond, and I'm sharing my horsemanship style with people, and I'm recognizing that you know, these people, they're more likely than they are unlikely. We're all just somewhere on this continuous scale trying to get killed. Right. We're not right. wanting to get killed. We're wanting to enjoy our horses. Uh, and so I'm just helping people get along better with their horses. Uh, problem areas. And then in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, we've shown I've kind of helped to bridge the gap between maybe what people call natural horsemanship and performance horsemanship. Because a lot of people, they're, they really are doing good with their horses, and they've been to clinics, and now they're saying, uh, what's next? I'd like a little more refinement, a little more collection, a little more athleticism. And so uh, that's what we do. And when I leave this horse show, I'm heading out to San Diego, California, to do a cow working clinic. And these people will not be you know, high-powered horse show people, that, but they've got a horse, and they'd like to do some extracurricular fun things. And so we're going to give them a little direction and support and show them how they can introduce their horse to a cow and position themselves in relationship to a cow. So that's the kind of thing we do, just helping people get along better. Okay. I, I, I kind of get tickled when people use the term natural horsemanship. It reminds me of a cartoon I've seen with a guy with two whips in his hand standing with two horses on either side and he's naked. He has no clothes on. Natural horsemanship. <laughs> hey, there you go. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Oh, well, well uh, for folks that come to your clinics, I mean, do you work with them at different levels? Are the clinics designed for different things depending on where you are and who you're working with? Or are they pretty much the same? Well, we have a couple three different formats, Gary, and the standard general horsemanship clinics are for anybody and everybody. If, if you can get him there and you think you can halfway get on him, then all right, we're glad to have you. Uh, and then the advancing clinics are for people. They don't have to have a $50,000 horse or be horse show people, but control is kind of a non-issue, and they can go out and walk, trot, and lope circles, and the horse moves off their leg a little bit. They're ready to advance and go on, and then we start introducing, you know, a little bit more sophistication to their horsemanship. And then, like I said, we do the cow working clinics. So I really try to tailor it to the people that are there. And no matter what you put on the flyer, you never know exactly what you're going to get. And so I need to stay flexible. Uh, and uh, my wife says I got to quit doing it, but uh, 
you know, I fly in and out of these venues. I don't even have my horse with me. So I end up getting on a lot of horses. Don't get on that horse. That horse is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, a little lady riding him. She could ride him. I could ride him. You know, and so I think people appreciate that, getting a picture in their mind's eye. I'm not going to cure anything or do anything magical to their horse. But just for them to kind of see how I might work through a couple of issues that they're having, generally speaking, people really appreciate that. And so uh, I do that a lot as well and yeah travel all over back out to the west coast wherever there's a good host a good group of people we're ready to go well and about traveling we're honored to have you come to rendezvous uh in tennessee in june uh to do a two-day clinic at the Circle E Guest Ranch. That's right. So people, people can check our website at equestrianlegacy.net and find out more about that. But they can also, con- well, they need to contact you directly to book for the clinic. So yeah. when, you come to, when you come to Tennessee, how many people can participate in the clinic? You know, we've changed our format up a little bit in the last few years and try to make our clinics a little smaller and more intimate. We used to cap it at 20. Uh, and we have we're making our clinics 10 to 12 people now, and I think they appreciate uh, the smaller numbers and a little more hands-on. And we're very excited about coming to your event. This is going to be a value-added event. Uh, we're going to do our little clinic there, uh, but the people are there, and you've got some great things lined up. It's at a beautiful um, camp area there with a lot of great trail riding, and you always have some great music lined up, and so the entertainment is available for all of our participants. And so Cheryl and I are really excited about this venue and looking forward to coming out and seeing what you've been doing. Some friends of ours have come out and played your event, and they said it was just great. So uh, so we're looking forward to coming. Uh, you bet. Yeah, well, it, it is going to be a lot of fun. We'll have trail riding. We'll have music concerts. We've got shopping. And, uh, and of course, you were talking about Simple Gifts, the Sawyer family. And they're going to be there. Mike and Doris Merritt, Mike and Doris Merritt are coming in from Oklahoma, and uh, and I was able to talk my wife into coming back and performing again this year. I had to marry her to get her to come back this year. I don't know about that. Yeah, there you go. See someone yeah. you can afford. Good. Really I can good. I can afford her. Well, I don't know whether I can or not, Richard. That's that's. But anyway, but it's going to be a well, lot of fun. You got her on the payment plan, I think. I do have. I do have. But yeah. Anyway. Well, we're looking forward to hey, having you that out Jennifer there. Lynn, what a what a talent that young lady that was just on your show, man. She's yeah, a beautiful western singer. Uh, there's nothing more than I that I like than good horsemanship and good music. So that that was great. Well, she's a, she's a talented young lady, and of course, she was with the New Christy Minstrels for years, and people are familiar with them. But uh, yeah, I didn't know she was a fan of yours until she made mention of that. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought the that mutual was admiration cool. society. Then, well, right. thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, I know you're at a horse show, so we're going to kind of cut this short for you. But it is a great opportunity. I'm just going to mention again, it's a great opportunity to come to see you perform a clinic, to host a clinic uh, back here in the east in Tennessee because you do things mostly out west, I guess. Um, you just mentioned yeah, yeah, sure. California. But uh, really anywhere, you know, we've been to Tennessee a few times, and so look at coming back, and, and people need not feel feel intimidated. As I mentioned earlier, 
we're all in the same boat. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me in 10 minutes when I try to go show this horse uh, <laughs> and how stupid I'm going to look. Uh, and so we don't make fun of people in our clinics. The fact that they would come and put themselves out there just speaks volume. Uh, their integrity, desire, and we have just met, as you have, just wonderful, wonderful people in the horse business uh, for these last 30, 40 years. Well, it is. And I do want to mention real quickly, uh, there's an event being hosted for Kathy Edwards. I think it's what this Saturday, Richard. Kathy um, Sawyer. I'm, I'm sorry, Kathy, Kathy Sawyer. Kathy Sawyer. Yeah. Kathy yeah. Sawyer. Yes. Yeah. She, she is facing some health challenges, and people are really rallying around this wonderful family. And so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes, there's a, a big benefit barn dance for them uh, this weekend in a silent auction. I know that uh, Cheryl and I put some things together for the silent auction, and, and it's going to be a great time. Well, and I, and I wanted to mention that because uh, Kathy Sawyer and David and Leah and little David are all friends of ours, and uh, yep. and yep. so we want to support them. Uh, where is that going to be held, Richard? You know, it's it's there in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I'm not even exactly sure where the venue is. I know my wife knows where it's at, um, right. but uh, I'm sure you can go to this the uh, Simple Gifts Facebook page and get more information, or you can reach out to us direct, and my wife will steer you in the right direction. Yeah, I know. I know they're good friends, and uh, we'll post that, Bobby. We'll post that on our facebook pages mm-hmm. as well i'm but, looking, uh, looking for it right now mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's great that you're donating a whole lot of things you're donating for the auction and i know people that are out there would like to be able to participate in the auction as well so hopefully they'll do that online that would be a pretty cool thing. yeah yeah you bet if they can't physically be there um you know the sawyers as you mentioned are a wonderful family and you just never know what life is going to deal you and you think you have things all mapped out somebody said you want to make god laugh Tell him your plans. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's they've right. got a great attitude, and they're trusting God throughout it all, and, and we're just believing that God's going to do something great in their lives. So we're trying to help well, them I think out. so. I think so. I we'll appreciate that. By the way, some little bird told me that you kind of pick and sing a little bit. <laughs> I try to slide in behind people like David Sawyer and, and have him play really loud, and I play really soft, and, and then I sound good. It's hard to imagine that somebody can enjoy something so much and be so sorry at it. Uh, uh, I play. But I well, think, can we you do. imagine, Gary, how good I would be if I had just practiced a little bit the last 30 years? There you go. <laughs> just a there little bit. There you go. Well, we may do some jamming at Rendezvous in Tennessee this year. That'd be that'd Hey, be that'd kind be of, fun. You bet. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, Richard, good. I'd do it. Yeah, well, good luck to you today, and uh, and thanks for taking the time to be with us. I know at the horse show, it's always busy. and uh, No, so we that's sh- all right. It's a privilege for me to be on, and it's just great that you, you're getting a voice out there, you know, for Western music and horsemanship and the Western lifestyle. Uh, you're doing it full time, so it's a privilege for us to be a part of it. Well, you're welcome. Hey, I'm getting ready to play a song called Don't Ever Sell Your Saddle by Mike Blakely. Have you ever sold your saddle? Uh, I don't, no, I, I, I think if I like them, I just end up wearing them out until I can't fix them anymore and get me another one. I don't know well, if I sold it yet. And that's kind of a thing with cowboys. You sell your saddle, it's like, oh, man, that's, that's the beginning of the end for that guy. 
Well, it is, and I and I have to admit, I sold my saddle, but I was so sick over it that I bought the stinking thing back. But uh, this, is a, this is a great song by Mike Blakely called Don't Ever Sell Your Saddle. We've been talking with Richard Winters, and good luck there in Ardmore, Oklahoma, as you compete today. Gary, Bobby, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you, Richard. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Along the country road, I saw a saddle one fine morning. Cowboy rig for sale, the sign said tied around the horn. So I stopped to look it over, and a man in boots and hat slid off of the tailgate neath the shade tree where he sat. He said, I see you're in the market for a sure enough western cack. Well, this one here has rode the hump off more than one bronze back. I had it built in Idaho where I learned to buckaroo. Son, you've no idea the wrecks the saddles pulled me through. Don't ever sell your saddle, son, that's what my old Paul said. And I promised him I'd keep this one until the day I was dead. But through hard knocks and the coolies and troubles on the trail, now I'm down to breaking promises my saddle is for sale. Up in the Badlands of Wyoming, I once roped an outlaw bull. But I was mounted well in straddle of this custom hull. That raw hide held like steel, and that tree it wouldn't crack. No fancy store bought tooling could have held that old bull back. Well, I could tell more stories, son, but we'd be here all day. I'm sure you got things to do, and I must soon be on my way. I need to buy some diesel fuel to fill up my old truck. I've got to get to Santa Fe. My paws run out of luck. Don't ever sell your saddle, son. That's what my old paw said. And I promised him I'd keep this one until the day I was dead. But through hard knocks and the coolies and troubles on the trail, now I'm down to breaking promises my saddle is for sale. I knew what it cost to drive a truck to Santa Fe And he took the cash I offered And then he was on his way And when he left I carried that old saddle on my back Into his barn and I hung it there on his own saddle rack Since cowboys won't take handouts I saw just one trail to ride To help him keep his saddle and his promise and his pride I just helped him get to Santa Fe I knew he wouldn't fail but I did not buy that saddle Cause some things just ain't for sale Don't ever sell your saddle, son That's what his old Paul said And he promised that he'd keep it Till the day that he was dead But through hard knocks and the coolies And troubles on the trail He was down to breaking promises His saddle was for sale Through hard knocks and the coolies And troubles on the trail I did not buy his saddle Cause some things just ain't for sale Don't ever say you're sad
Seattle, it's Mike Blakely, and Bobby, I sold mine once, but that would be the last time I ever do something like that. I had to have it back. I know you're. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a famous song, and that, yeah. and I've you know not being a, someone with saddles, uh, that song still really speaks to me. I I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> I'm I'm the kind of I'm the kind of person that would have a saddle you know for decorative uh, decorative display. If if I had room in this house, I would I would have one. <laughs> You can always get your pony saddle or something. It doesn't take up too much room. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, that's anyway. true. Anyway, it's been it's been fun today talking with Jennifer Lind and uh, and her sharing this story. Man, she's got some stories, doesn't she? Um, she's you know you sit with any musician for very long, and they're just the t- stories just tumble out. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to get into some more of those stories that she that she can share uh, next time mm-hmm. she's back on the show. And it was good to have Richard with us. I'm, I didn't know until last night he sent me a text message last night and said he was at a horse show today. And so we kind of rushed through that because <laughs> you don't know when your name's going to get called. You know, yeah, your number's drawn. You gotta go. You gotta go. So gotta go. anyway, go. but uh, Rendezvous 2021. We have two locations. We're going to be doing one in Tennessee at the Circle E Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee, and that is taking place June the 17th through the 20th, I believe, or the 16th through the 20th. I can't remember, but it's all on our website, uh, WesternLegacy.net. Yeah. What's it? What's mm-hmm. it say? Um, well, I just been posting them. Let me go back and <laughs> I just posted the whole thing about it. That's horrible that uh, I can't remember when my event is. Let's to the twentieth. Yeah, right, um, June is June seventeenth to the twentieth. June seventeenth. And Richard will be there the eighteenth and nineteenth. Yeah, so Richard will be hosting the clinic for two days, and uh, you need to contact him directly. His information is all on our website, so that you can call or email him. But uh, uh, it's going to fill up pretty quickly now. We're just two, you know, it's just two months away. Just two months oh, away. Yeah, it's coming fast. Man, coming this fast this now. year is going fast. But he'll be there. Mm-hmm. We've got great music, great trail riding, great shopping, great food. They really do a good job with the food at Circle E. And uh, so that's all taking place June seventeenth to the nineteenth, and we'll we'll be out west. Uh, at Utah, at uh, near Bryce Canyon, and beautiful Red Rock country out there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. That's place September the 16th through the 19th, and there will be trail riding in the beautiful Red Rock country around Bryce Canyon. Uh, we've got music. We've got Roger Mills, a great chuck wagon cook. He's going to bring his chuck wagon, and he'll be doing his cooking. And um, great shopping again. So it's going to be Bobby's going to be there. Robert Eversole <laughs> is coming. Uh, it's it's just going to be a whole lot of fun. And so both of those locations are on our website at EquestrianLegacy.net. You can make your reservations. If you don't have horses, don't worry about it because we can supply horses. There's information there on doing that. And uh, we also have host hotels where you can stay in a hotel if you'd like to that are just a few miles away from the campground. So 
A lot of fun coming up. A lot mm-hmm. of fun coming up. So, and it just, it's amazing how quickly all this is getting here. I do want to mention that we're doing these rendezvous are to benefit the uh, Hope and Healing at Healing Glade. That's Jennifer O'Neill's organization, and you remember her from the movies oh, yeah. and from oh, yeah. a cover girl for 32 years. Uh, but she has an organization that's based in Nashville that works with our soldiers and first responders uh, with equine therapy for them. And uh, most people know how many of our soldiers are committing suicide every day. I think that's, what, 22 a day that commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. So she has an equine therapy program uh, with Hope and Healing at Healing Glade. And uh, we also are benefiting Mustang Heritage Foundation. And they find homes for America's Mustangs because there is an overpopulation of Mustangs on the open range right now. So the BLM gathers these horses, and then they need homes. And so that's what Mustang Heritage Foundation does. They provide homes for America's Mustangs. But um, So that's all on EquestrianLegacy.net. You can check out Rendezvous 2021 and find out all the information for that. Bobby, what kind of things are going on with Out West today? Um, well, we have uh, this month, um, um, sorry, I was just posting about Hill and Glade. <laughs> um, huh. uh, this month, our money's raised from our hero collection. Go to support uh, freedom. Oh, just my microphone, my headphones just came out. I'm, I'm done there. Uh, freedom Service um, of America do- uh, Dogs. Um, Freedom Service of America dogs that are trained to assist with all kinds of uh, for folks that have all kinds of different needs, and some well, of great. It, some some of it is with veterans. Um, Freedom Service Dogs of America, yeah. And other than that, you know, we're just um, doing 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 business. <laughs> all right. All right. So just go to find out that whatever we have going on is outwestshop.com. You can click the blog and read about radio and books and special events and things like that. Or you can click on Hero Collection and learn about that. And um, you can listen to radio podcasts right there on the on the website. It's all right there at outwestshop.com. Outwestshop.com. So anyway, it's been a lot of fun today. Mm-hmm. Next week. We have Dave Munsick that will be joining us on the mm-hmm. Campfire Cafe, mm-hmm. and he is the daddy to the Munsick brothers, so they're not only famous as a solo artist, Dave is, but also for the group the Munsick brothers. So we'll be talking with him, sharing his great music on the Campfire Cafe, and then Mark Bedore will be joining us on Saddle Up America, and he has a program called Today's Wild West that I think he told me is in over 28 markets now on public television with his television program. And it is an award-winning show, so we're going to be having a lot of fun talking with Mark about the things that are going on with today's Wild West and probably some of the unique destinations that he's written. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Bobby, what kind of closing thoughts do we have for today? 
Well, Lady Bird Johnson uh, has this quote, and I know the blue bonnets are just ablaze in Texas right now, but the quote is, yeah. where, flowers, where flowers bloom, so does hope. I like that. Where flowers bloom, so does hope. Where flowers and, bloom, so does hope. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. almost, that's almost anywhere. And uh, <laughs> things are things are blooming right now. It's beautiful just about everywhere that you go. So good closing thought. Well, thanks for joining us today for Equestrian Legacy Radio's Campfire Cafe in Saddle Up America. And we'll be back next Thursday live at equestrianlegacy.net starting at noon Central Standard Time. And remind you that you can catch all of the archive podcasts on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and our website, equestrianlegacy.net. So we're going to close out the show today with another friend of ours, Miss Trinity Seeley. Get back on again and write as the song. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you. Deeper
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.